Okay, folks, one time for your mind, two time for your soul, it's your man Shizzle with a whistle. And I got some more bullshit to talk about. Here's the bullshit I want to talk about today. You ladies that are like 30-something on the internet shaking your ass, twerking your ass. Let me tell you something. Once upon a time, you had a juicy booty when you missed 20. What? At 35, you just got a stinking ass now. And if you ain't found a nigga to love that stinking ass by the time you're 35, motherfucker, you just hang it up. Because what you look like is an old motherfucker trying to get somebody to fucking dust the cobwebs off of your old stinking ass. No disrespect, though. But I'm just saying, if you're 30-something and you're something-something, you don't need to be twerking your stinky ass on the internet no motherfucking more. Like I said, once upon a time, that shit was a juicy booty. But now it's just a stinking ass. All right? And like I said... If you ain't found a motherfucker to love that stinking ass by the time you're 30, good luck. <laughs> you ain't got a motherfucker laying next to you at night to stand your stinking ass farts. It ain't gonna happen. Cause a little young nigga gonna lay next to you like with your dusty ass farting, motherfucker. <laughs> so, if you in your 30s, lady. Stop twerking that stinking ass on the motherfucking internet. Please. What's up, y'all? It's the world famous Ben Lopez. Right here. Hey, you're now listening to the Sounds of the Scramble Life Podcast. Are you ready? Hell yeah. All right, here we go. Yes, yes. Back with a fresh new episode and a fresh new year, y'all. Welcome to the Scramble Life Podcast. This is your boy, Gene. We got L on the other line. What up, L? Yeah, yeah. Happy 2021. Let's get it done and have some fun. Yeah, yeah. That's right. 2021 is here, y'all. And we're back again with another episode. And uh, we got special segments now. We got teacher sex. We got nightclub violence. And we got some other things we're going to go over during this episode. But... We're going to get it started this week and jump right into things. Um, we got news pieces. So, right off the rip, I'm going to say rest in peace to MF Doom. Uh, a lot of people don't know who MF Doom is. Uh, he's like an underground hip-hop legend. Uh, out of New York, right? Legendary, man. Legendary. Yeah. Yeah, legend. So, legend, rest in peace to him and rest in peace to everybody else that died during the last few days because your man died uh, from breaking. Who was his name? Shabadoo? Shabadoo Ozone, right? Yeah, yeah, from the movie. So, he, he passed away and somebody else died this week. can't remember who it was, but... Ecstasy, man. Yeah, ecstasy. ecstasy. How I forget that. Rest in peace to ecstasy from the legendary, legendary, legendary hip hop group. All of those guys are legends, man. Yeah, all of those legends, Mm -hmm. man. Well, rest in peace to all those cats. Um, The first piece we're going to get into is about the police and car data. And they're starting to use a lot of car data to solve a lot of cases. Um, so what we're going to do is get into... Now, some- when you say solve cases, are you talking about current cases or maybe cold case files? Or is this something that's new technology, G? Or are we going to get into what you're talking about? Uh, 
We'll talk about it. All right. Okay, so this is how it went. Let me give you some the okay. basis of the story and get into it. So on June 26, 2017, the lifeless body of Ronald French, a bearded auto mechanic <clears throat> with once twinkling eyes, was mysteriously found in the cornfield in Kalamazoo County, Michigan, right? Remember that. So yeah. French, a grandfather of eight who always tried to help people, uh, was down on, on tried to help people down on their luck, basically. Uh, which mm -hmm. his daughter said, she told the news out there in Kalamazoo. Uh, he disappeared three weeks before. According to the police report, a cord had been wrapped around his neck, his face, and his feet. He had been dragged behind a vehicle so forcefully that he had abrasions along his back, and his skull had been partly flattened. The yeah, the medical examiner attributed French's death to homicidal violence, but then uh, his grieving family heard nothing about arrest. So more than like two years, Kalamazoo County Sheriff's detectives investigated French's murder without making any arrests. Then according to police records obtained by NBC News, one of the detectives learned of an emerging field. Yeah, he learned of an emerging field. Uh, digital vehicle forensics, which focuses on extracting the treasure trove of data stored in an automobile's onboard computer. Remember that part. <clears throat> so they returned French's 2016 black Chevy Silverado pickup truck, uh, which had been stolen around the time he vanished and discovered time-stamped recordings of someone else's voice using the hands-free system to play Eminem on the radio at the time of French's murder. <laughs> you mean Slim Shady? Yeah, that's his demographic. But anyway, <laughs> right. The voice, according to the police report obtained by NBC News, belonged to Joshua Wessel, now 32, who used to tinker on cars and motorcycles with French. Uh, Wessel's voice was identified by relatives, including his wife. Key evidence that allowed investigators to reconstruct his movements uh, in the final hours of French's life, the police report said. Now, in July, Wessel was arrested and charged with French's murder. Uh, he has pleaded not guilty and is awaiting trial subject to psychiatric assessment. So now let's talk about the digital frontiers of this whole situation here and get to the nuts and bolts of it. So in recent years, investigators have realized that automobiles, particularly newer models, uh, can be a Trevor trove of digital evidence. So the onboard computers mm -hmm. generate and store data that can be used to reconstruct where a vehicle has been and what its passengers were doing. Let me say that again. Okay. Damn. You can use that shit to reconstruct where a vehicle has been and what its passengers were doing. Uh, they reveal everything from location, speed, and acceleration to when doors were open and closed. All right. Now, whether texts and calls were made while the cell phone was plugged into the what does that say? Infotainment system. I don't, I don't even know what that is. Infotainment. Uh, that's the information. Actually, that's how they're getting us, G. Okay. They want you to, and this is crazy. I, I want you to keep your point, but I just was in the car, and I said to myself, I was thinking it to another car I was in, mm -hmm. and I said, hmm, I don't want this car to get all my, because they ask you when you Bluetoothing, right. do you want to sync this? With? And I said, no, because now I'm seeing through this thing you telling me it may possibly hold and retain all of the information in my phone, not just the contacts, but right. also the text messages. Right. So, yeah, the infotainment right. system, we have to do more research yeah. on what that's about. 
Um, but the mm. boom for forensic investigators creates fear for privacy uh, uh, activists who warn that the lack of information security baked into vehicles, computers poses a risk to, to consumers and who call for safeguards to be put in place. Uh, so it goes, yeah. goes into some people making some comments about it. A car has a GPS, an accelerator meter, a camera. A car will know how much you weigh. <laughs> Most people don't realize mm -hmm. this is happening. So once again, we're getting into the treasure chest of the whole situation. Now, law enforcement agencies have been focusing their investigative efforts on two main inf information sources. <clears throat> the tel telematic system which is like the black box, you know, in the planes and whatnot, and trains. Yes, yep. Uh, and, the, and the infotainment system. So these are the two main systems they're using nowadays, then telematics system and infotainment system. The telematic system stores the vehicle's turn-by-turn -turn navigation, speed, acceleration, and declaration information, as well as more granular clues, such as when and where the lights were switched on. Mm. Wow. The doors were opened, seat belts were put on, and airbags were deployed. All right. So the infotainment system records recent destinations, call logs, contact lists, wow, text messages, emails, pictures, videos, web histories, voice commands, and social media feeds. It can also keep track of the phones that have been connected to the vehicle via USB cable or Bluetooth, as well as all the apps installed on the device. Ah, damn. I knew it. We spoke about this years ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, just building with, you know, with certain brothers and sisters who had the knowledge and awareness to know that this big brother thing was a serious situation and now it's coming to fruition where we see these computers are eventually going to take over. This is this, this is happening. For, yo, we we a part of it, G. It's crazy. Yeah, we now were. I know why some of my people is like, yo, I'm off the grid. They don't have no phone. They don't have no... So and I understand. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, because uh, they got all of our ways down, down to a T. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not even going to read too more into the story, but that's pretty much the nuts and bolts of the situation. So if you're out here in your cars and, and, you know, especially newer models, I guess that's everything that was made probably after, like, let's say 2008, 2009 or something like that. But, yeah, definitely. Definitely, uh, man. Yeah. Yo, now, G, real quick, mm -hmm. just to, just not to, not, to, not to interrupt, but what, what, what song was he listening to from Eminem? Did they say that or no? Hold up. Let me see. Probably some crazy ass shit. Let me see here. You know, because this is something where, you know, I'm always thinking of a scheme. I mean, not that I'm scheming, but, you know, this is very, you know, with people with power, you know, people could say, you know, this is a great situation for Eminem to push this new album he got coming out, you know, since he's got a deal and a contract with telematics or this infotainment system. And it was in, great. And it was in Michigan, so, you know. And it was in Michigan. I'm not saying that's the case. Salute to you, Em. <laughs> I'm not saying you shady, but you are slim shady. Let me see. Where the fuck that shit go? I'm trying to find the name here. The name of the song. Had to be the one where he was talking about, uh, was it Stan? He was driving over the bridge. He was like, this is my last letter. I'm going to kill my daughter or my wife or something. I don't know. I'm looking for it now. Oh, well. Well, if you rewind this show, <laughs> you'll find the name of the song. I, I think we mentioned the name of the song. I just don't see it right in front of me right now. 
yeah, yeah man. But this technology is crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy. And uh, everybody just need to watch their back and watch what you're doing when you're in your car. Because that you shit is recording. Up. Yeah, yeah, yep. it's recording. Everything that everything that that's convenient ain't convenient for you. And especially when you're, in your, in, when you're in your work vehicles, too, out there, you know, driving vehicles that's owned by the company. Watch what you do. Oh, wow. You're right. You know what I'm saying? Watch what you do and watch what you watch. Uh-huh. Watch what you're doing. So when you at work, don't be listening to that Khalid Muhammad in the car no more. No, but, um, yeah, so wow. <laughs> that's that, man. But you know what I thought about? Um, we're bouncing off of this story into something else. I was thinking earlier this week. Now you know a guy got killed by the police out in Columbus, Ohio, in the garage. Did you see that one? No. What happened with that? It was some basic shit. He ain't do nothing crazy or say nothing crazy, and they just the dude just killed him. He was coming out of his garage, and I guess they got a call to that location for some reason. The guy was holding up his. Oh cell yeah, phone. I did hear about that. I did hear about something like that. Yeah, right. so yeah. They, they lit off on him, and it was like. Small protests like what you would normally see, you know, pre twenty twenty. But what tripped yeah. me out is what happened to all that shit that was going on during the election season where you had all these shit getting burnt up in every city, this, that, and the other. You ain't hearing nothing mm-hmm. like that now with the Black Lives Matter movement at all with this situation. Nothing. You ain't seen nothing on the news or nothing, which goes to what I always said was all this shit was going on because it was election time. And they, everybody was doing what they had to do to get Trump out of office. And I think this right. case in Columbus, Ohio, was a prime example of that because you're not seeing shit on TV. Um, uh, no uh, media coverage this. on it. Yeah, nothing nothing too heavy on it. Brother was purely innocent, walking out of his garage. Yeah. Yeah, so... But you know what they are putting out there? They're putting out there that, that 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 girl, I'm not sure if you saw it, who went and attacked or assaulted the son of a jazz musician who claimed that he had stole her iPhone or something. It yeah. turns to find out that she her iPhone was in the back of her Uber where she had left it and the driver returned it to her. Yeah, and I just That's read been the, getting a lot of coverage. It's been getting a lot of coverage. And I just read this morning she got in trouble again this weekend. She was with her mother at another hotel wilding out somewhere. Yeah, she's known to be a hothead. Yeah, crazy. You know? But yeah. you're right, though, man. All of these movements and things of that nature, I mean, look, it is wintertime, and we know black people don't like to be in the cold. But, you know, still, though, this yeah. brother was gunned down innocently uh, on his own property, it appears to be, and there's no uh, big movement out there. No, I mean, man. now, you got Al Sharpton, who got uh, linked up and, and associated with this thing with this cell phone. But, I mean, ain't nobody dying in this case, G. Ain't right. no lives was lost. We talking about a lost cell phone and somebody that maybe got pushed or shoved walking out of a hotel. Yeah. No disrespect to the young brother or his father, the jazz musician. Right. But, I mean, we got a, a somebody whose life was taken away on his own property. Yeah. yeah. The community should be in arms on that. Yeah. Like I said, it was it's small. It was small protests out there that I saw in the news. But fires, as you know, shit getting burnt up and Black Lives Matter and thousands of people and people coming from out of town doing shit like they was doing all summer. None of that. Yeah. None of you that. You know, that makes me pose the question. Where are our leaders at? Where are our true leaders at? <laughs> we ain't got none. <laughs> we ain't got none. We ain't got none. That's it. We ain't got none, but... That's the end of that. So just keep your eyes open on that situation and, and all these homicides going on with the police involved and, and, and also what's going on in between with these organizations that's supposed to be here. To and make and, and thanks for enlightening us, G, on this infotainment. That's a new word because what I do infotainment is Infotainment and telematics. 
Telematics. Yeah. Very te- telematics. Good word. Telematics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna end that one right there. But this All week right. on the show, we're gonna introduce a new segment. Uh, this is something I've been working on also, just like teacher sex, but this is called nightclub violence. Hold on, wait a minute. You said teach her sex like she's a virgin. Like <laughs> no, teach teacher, teacher. Oh, teach. Oh, okay. teacher sex. We, we're gonna get into teacher sex in a minute, but we, first we're gonna do the first edition of nightclub violence. So, what nightclub violence basically covers nightclub violence, uh, stuff that goes on in nightclubs and bars around the world, but in particular, like the United States for the most part, because I just always like to see what's going on with this establishment where people are getting shot up and all different types of shit like that so for our inaugural edition of nightclub violence we're going to talk about a shooting that happened out in winston county uh which is somewhere up in, in louisville mississippi not louisville kentucky louisville mississippi so mississippi. they had a mm-hmm. shooting this past week <clears throat> uh, the shooting let's see somebody was wounded and resulted in the death of a second individual so out in louisville mississippi a shooting was held happened at the nightclub in winston county uh, the nightclub, by the way, the name of the nightclub is Duh Edge Bar and Grill. That's D-A, second word, Edge Bar and Grill. Duh Edge. Yeah, we're going to get into that, that place in a minute. So mm-hmm. <clears throat> it happened out there, and like I said, it was an injury and a death. So Winston County Police Chief Keith Alexander said the shooting happened early Sunday, December 27th, in, uh, in the morning at a club on Stockyard Road. So medics uh, airlifted one shooting victim to the hospital in Jackson. The second victim died after being treated at OCH Regional Medical Center in Starkville. Uh, I can't say it. County Coroner Michael Hunt identified the second victim as Jadarian Bush, 22 years old of Starkville. Young man. Young man. Just trying to have a good time, I guess. So investigators are following the leads in the case, and that's all the information they got on that. But we got the scoop on what the hell the edge is. So the edge bar and grill is a place out there in Louisville, Mississippi. And I had to look up and, and, you know, try to figure out where is Louisville, Mississippi. So I looked on the map here, and Louisville, Mississippi is... Not far from Memphis, not far from Jackson, not far from Birmingham, Alabama, not too far from Montgomery. So it sits like right in between Memphis and like Birmingham and Jackson, Mississippi. So it's like, I'm looking at the map, this shit's like serious, serious backwoods. Is it boondocks? Oh, it's boondocks, man. I'm looking at the map now. It's somewhere off of the... <clears throat> Is it a picture of this establishment? Nah, because they don't have a web. So this is a barnyard. Basically, yeah, yeah. this is a barnyard. It's one of them little hood, oh, one of them little hood joints. You know, we used to have them all around the city back in the day. Little hood joints, and somebody had put a name on it, but it ain't really a legitimate club. So I think it was one of them situations of like a rental hall. Or somebody started calling that shit the Edge Bar and Grill, exclusive lounge. So. Uh, mm. why they've been in, in existence? You know, they had a Thanksgiving party there recently. Uh, let's see. Somebody did an album release party. CMG's Big Boogie. Somebody I ain't never heard of, but you know how I go down there. Uh, Thanksgiving, they had a party. The Thanksgiving throwdown was on November 28th. It was $5. Successful event. Sounds like a successful event. Yeah, everybody, $5 before 11. 
uh, with pay the fee on crowd control. I guess that's security. I don't know where pay the fee was at when your boy got killed. So that yeah, happened uh, first Saturdays with DJ Hatch and DJ Exclusive. Let me see this flyer right quick. Damn, this happened inside the establishment. Yeah, Saturday, October 5th, Hatch Boy in the Edge presents. Y'all almost forgot, I am that DJ, first Saturday. Doors open at 10, ladies free to 11. DJ Hatch, DJ exclusive, ladies free mixed drinks all night. And uh, that's that. So they've been doing different events. So I, I'm almost positive this place caters to the younger demographic. You know, people in their Once like you say ladies free till 11, once yeah. you say ladies free till 11, you know who's showing up. You already know who's showing up. So that's what's going on with that. And that spot over there was about 200 people out there when all that happened, too. So, yeah, this is. Now, G, can we, is it safe to assume that this young man was an innocent bystander? Was he, was he the intended target? Well, I could read this from another angle. Now, a birthday party with close to 200 people that violated Mississippi COVID-19 protocols turned into a scene of murder. Damn. All right. Hmm. So the Winston County Sheriff Department says shooting happened Sunday sometime before 1 a.m., which left one man dead and another in critical condition. Now, somebody said this is very devastating for the for these folks, families in the middle of the pandemic, and Lord knows the spread of COVID that you may have had from that. Uh, the sheriff said something else about the shooting took place at the club uh, called The Edge that someone had rented out for a private birthday party. So that was a private birthday party. Uh, there uh, you go. See, there you go. We believe there were as many as 200 people there, which quite obviously was in violation of all ordinances uh, that are going on at this time. Uh, so the sheriff said there were shots fired inside and outside the club. Oh, they was letting it off. There. Oh, they was going in. Yeah, they was going in on that one. Oh, 200 people. You know, that's a, you know, that's a skirmish going on right there. Oh, hell yeah. So it appears That's that the shooting started inside the club, he explained. There was a mass exodus from inside the building. It spilled over into the parking lot where more shots were fired. All party Dang. goers fled before law enforcement got to the scene. The two men each suffered multiple gun wounds. Law enforcement found shell casings for different uh, guns at the scene. So they was using different guns. Uh, it also appeared that there are as many as two to three suspects, sheriffs say. Uh, let's see. There are many people of interest in this point at this point with the whole case, and that's pretty much the gist of the story. So, yeah. Now, gee, I gotta tell you from the from you know from a New Yorker's five borough perspective, mm -hmm. the fact that two hundred people was able to flee the scene right. before five or arrived in the middle. But it was in the middle of the that's country, that's though. <laughs> Woo! That's the boondocks, baby. Yeah, that's the boondocks. It was running all over the place, bro. I mean, come on, man. That's a lot of tire tracks to go back and, and see who was there. Yeah, it is. If they want to do forensics and all that, that's a lot of just people just fleeing the scene. Yeah, so that's what's going on that. R.I.P. to Jadarian. Yeah, R.I.P. Rest in peace, brother, with my homies. It's a, it's a wrap. But uh, within the last 10 hours, it was another nightclub shooting out in Houston, Texas. So they got one suspect. Wait a minute, the last 10 hours, you said? Yeah, for the last 10 hours down in Houston. Uh, they said they got one suspect in custody after one woman was killed and three Harris County deputies injured outside Houston nightclub officials say. So this club right here is called 
Set Man, nightclub. Come on, y'all. Set nightclub. Set. So yeah, it happened at 2:20 a.m. Located near the corner of Travis and Anita Streets. According to officials, the three deputies were working additional jobs uh, when they were shot. After set nightclub closed, a fight broke out in the parking lot as deputies attempted to break up the fight. A suspect began firing and shot three deputies and one civilian. The civilian identified only as a Hispanic woman, approximately 40 years of age, was transported to, transported to an area hospital where she was pronounced dead. Uh, one uh, deputy was shot in the foot, another in the abdomen, and another in his hand and legs. Two deputies were taken to the hospital out there, and uh, that was that. They were expected to survive. So that's pretty much that. Uh, it was a tragic night there at Set Nightclub. And that's that. So. that now, Houston, we got to do better, Houston. Come on yeah. now. Come on, y'all. Put them guns down, y'all. We, gonna, we supposed to be going out having a good time, man. If you're going out. And you can't behave yourself. Stay at home, man. Go to the go to the range. The gun ranges are still open, y'all. That's one thing they still remain to have open. Yeah. All right. Go to that range. Get your practice on, because you just shooting people for no reason. I'm pretty sure that that young sister, 40 years old, she ain't deserved to die. Oh I don't shit. know what it's about, but I don't know what that was. We good? Nah, no. Uh, nah, I that's went to the No, no, it ain't telematics. I went to their website. And it gave me some type of virus alert or some shit. But it says here, the club is permanently closed. Yeah. So, that's that. Hey, man, I just pulled up a couple of pictures of the, of the edge. Hey, man. <laughs> what? Hey, man. Some ghetto shit. Hey, man. Hey, they in there, man. They in there, and it's a lot of girls. I, all I can say is. You talking about the edge or you talking about set? The edge, man. I'm I'm oh. looking at the edge, brother. And this, I mean, I'm seeing gold weaves, yellow weaves, blonde. I mean, I don't know if it's a Jamaican club or what, but in the middle it, of Mississippi, it, it, no. In the <laughs> middle of Mississippi, man. nah, nah. I'm looking at. Well, listen, man. State. Everybody that go out, yeah. Everybody that's going out, losing their life, man. That's why sometimes, gee, I say to myself, is it really worth it to go out there and just. You know, even if you plan on going, let's say if me and you, you come to town or I come up where you at, and I'm like, yo, let's just go get a little beer and just see what it is for an hour. It's too crazy. And then something like that happened. It's like, come on, bro. It's too crazy. It's too crazy. It's too crazy. I mean, I've never really been thrilled with nightclubs anyway. You know, back when I was in high school, I used to go to clubs and shit. That's when it was interesting to me. But once I became an adult, nah, man. You ain't seen me in two yeah, clubs unless somebody was paying me to be here. <laughs> that was it. Exactly, know? exactly. And you know what's crazy, right? You yeah. you know, you had mentioned a point earlier, and, and unfortunately a lot of times with promoters, they, they can, uh, you know, make it appear to be a nightclub. But, you know, I looked up the definition and the meaning of what a nightclub really is. A nightclub is a music club or a club uh, for entertainment venue purposes, with a bar that usually operates late into the night. A mm-hmm. nightclub is generally distinguished from regular bars or pubs or taverns by the inclusion of a stage for live music or one or more dance floor areas and a DJ booth where the DJ plays recorded music. Right. The upmarket nature of nightclubs can be seen with the inclusion of a VIP section and area mm-hmm. um, for celebrities and guests. So, you know, that's just one element of what 
a few elements of what a nightclub could be. So when you have these places where, let's say, we just get together and say, yo, I got a couple of dollars. Let's just rent this place out for the night. Yo, that's not really a nightclub. No, it's not. That's that's just an event that's happening at an establishment. Now, like you said, where was XYZ security? Those people that put that thing together might have said, well, it ain't in the budget. We ain't going to have no security. Yeah. These are people. They 200. They friends and family. We know who everybody is. We don't need security. Yep. And these are the situations that occur, unfortunately. Yeah. You know? Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, happy New Year. This is the way we're setting up the show, y'all. This is what's going on in the world. So this is Scramble Life. This is what we talk about. Yep. So that's that. And that's the end of the first edition of Nightclub Violence. It's going to be plenty more violence, I'm sure, throughout the years. And I thought a lot of places would be closed because of COVID and everything going on. But it's still obviously a lot of clubs open down south and west coast and things of that nature. Because, you know, we're in New York State and all this shit is just pretty much locked down for the most part. So, uh, AG, you know, it's three things that niggers need. What's that? They need they they need to party, uh-huh. have a good time. They need to make money, and they need to try to get some pussy. <laughs> so that's all these. I mean, like you said, we're gonna see more of it, but hopefully, we don't, y'all. Let's reduce that violence out there, seriously. But you know, it's a lot. Like these young kids getting killed. I know a lot of them don't have. A, a, a good understanding like we do G we owe the people and like a lot of our listeners but hopefully we could just you know instill some some good values and, and morals in them to where they can stay away from situations like that and cooler heads prevail yep cooler heads should prevail so get it together y'all get it together so right now we're about to move into teacher sex this is the next segment of our show and if you heard the first one about the teacher who didn't have no arms and legs this is going to be an interesting one for you too so we got a special ed teacher that was charged with rape for allegedly sleeping mm. with a student. A special ed, remember that now. Andy Lance, A-N-D-E-E, last name L-A-N-T-Z, a formal special educate a former special education teacher from Oklahoma. Hmm, was charged with rape after being accused mm. of sleeping with a 16-year-old student. Andy Lance, 26, was arrested on December 18th and allegedly admitted to cops that she had sex with the teenage boy on two or three occasions, according to court documents obtained by the station out there. Authorities began asking questions after a student at Carnegie uh, Public Schools began circulating a new photo of Lance, the local outlet reported. Damn, man. Well, he was in special ed, so maybe he didn't know no better, but he had to show that shit to everybody. That's what messed it up. Yeah. All right. So when when confronted by the school superintendent over the photo, Lance and the student involved initially denied anything inappropriate was going on in the court doc states. So Lance later confessed, saying that their relationship began after a homecoming game when they were riding, quote, riding around, and the student leaned in and kissed her, and it went from near to filings alleged. Wow. Where was she at when I was in high school? So investigators said at least one of the trysts took place at the teacher's home in Carnegie. The age of consent in Oklahoma is 16 years old. However, sexual relationships between students and teachers are illegal in the state, even if the student is of age. So Lance resigned in mid-November. She was released on $15,000 bond on December 23rd and on second-degree rape charges. Her next court date will be in March. And uh, that's pretty much the whole deal with Andy from Oklahoma. 
Andy Lance, a.k.a. Teacher with the Candy Pants. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I'm looking at this picture of her, too. She ain't a bad-looking girl. But Andy, hey, gee, let me ask kids. you a question. What's charges? What kind of charges? Uh, how, many, how much time can she face for that? I don't know how much time she can face, but she'll probably be put on a sex list, I'm sure. Sexual predators list, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or offender, probably. Andy with the candy panties. So, yeah, that's that's going on out there. Once again. Where that at? That's Oklahoma? You, yeah, let's see. She's from Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma, right, okay. Uh, Carnegie Public School System. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what's going on with Come that. on, teachers. Now, I know we got a lot of teachers listening. Come on, man. The teachers, y'all, come on, y'all. We need now see when you when you're going through school and you got teachers that doing certain things, when you get into the nightclub, you're gonna be a wild boy or a wild girl. Come on, we gotta do it right. Right, right. The babies, y'all. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, so y'all teachers need to stop it. But once again, just like the nightclub violence, there's gonna be plenty more of these stories coming out over the next couple of weeks. Oh man, I hope not, G. See, you always say it's gonna be plenty and I'm always like I'm praying and I'm nah, wishing it up hoping, Lord, let's not, man. Let's, but hey. But, but listen, man, all let's salute all the teachers out there that do a good job. You know, nah, man, they they it's cause that ain't an easy job, man. They out there, some of these kids and we all know. It takes the village, but education begins at the home front. So if you ain't doing it right from the home start and you sending your child to another one individual amongst a whole another type of energy of several multiple different children, well, now it's COVID, so they ain't even in school like that. But yeah. that's how it used to be. You know what I'm saying? You got to realize something, man. These teachers got an uphill battle in Terrence dealing with these multiple personalities. Right. They ain't even dealing with the children. They dealing with the children's parents. Let's call a spade a spade. Yep. They dealing with the they dealing with the emotional baggage of the parent and what's going on in that household inside of a school area for eight or six hours, however long it is. But yep. salute to all the real teachers out there. Or salute to all the teachers out there. So that's that with that one. Uh what's in your media bag? Anything interesting this week? Oh, man, let me tell you, man, so interesting this week because, you know, what I was doing was, you know, end of the year, whatever, happy new year, you know, how they believe in these resolutions. But what I was basically doing, I'm going to be honest, I was going through my timeline and going through my followers and I was making some adjustments and modifications to reducing the amount of people I was following on my Instagram account. Mm -hmm. Just so happens that Instagram has, I guess it's the algorithm or some type of analytics where they watch it and observe if you're doing something at a rapid pace too frequently. Mm. And they must have thought I was a bot the way I was unfollowing people. Right. I'm going to be honest with you. I was trying to get down to zero. I was trying to get on some, I'm not following nobody. Right. But they don't, they don't block my account. My account has been compromised, they said. And, um, I, I'm not able to like, I'm not able to add a post, a story. I'm, I'm, And I emailed them a few times. So that's my plight right now with social media. I'm not even, even able to get on to do certain things. So I think from some of the videos that I watched, I'm going to have to either delete my account in its entirety or delete the app that's on my phone and then restart it or reboot it. Yeah, so that, that's been my bag. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. So, yeah, definitely get that straightened mm -hmm. out. Uh, get that little blue check mark or whatever they call call it. Yeah. 
What's in your bag, though, Z? I know you've been on it. Shit, man. Some laughable stuff, man. Now, you know, I love KRS One, man. I'm a huge KRS fan. You know, we're talking 86. Like myself. 86 on up to maybe when he sued E1. So, yeah. Which was like 2002. Hold on, hold on. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Now, you can't just breeze by that, bro. Come on, <laughs> what? man. What? If you, you, tried to, you threw a jab real quick. It came with the right hook. But come on, what's up with that jab, though? Ain't no when jab. Sued, I, who? You know what? I ain't got nothing negative to say about Karis one too much, man. You know, I nah, even had, I even had a Karis one project. When was that? Oh nine or so. But you know, no mm. no problems for me. But I'm gonna say something. Okay. You know, and I know don't nobody say nothing about things no more. Give feedback on stuff. But that new album is trash, man. And I said it. I'm sorry. Wow. I had to say it. But that new album is trash because the beats, the beats is, woo. I could have did better on them beats. Are you serious? And that that just kept going through my head when I listened to it. I said, "What the fuck?" I mean, his lyrics is you know they there, same type of for, format a lot, but the beats, them beats was horrible. So the, well, 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 let me let me ask a question without putting anybody on blast. The production team is it one group or is it several different? You know, because a lot of times that has a lot to do with it. That you shit know what sound I mean? like so, he went and ordered somebody a sub and a beer and said, have a good time with these Wow. <laughs> he said, that oh, motherfucker, man. a sub on the table, a beer, and some weed. It's like, look, just get it done for me quick. And that's what it sound like, man. I, I, I hate to say it, but yeah, it's trash. The name of the album is Between the Protests. So when you get a chance, go check it out. So I, I checked that out this week. Uh, in addition mm. to that, I saw this black movie. Is that, is that global? Is that global release or is that? Cause uh, I know a lot of times. Yeah, it's all over the world, man. It's on streaming okay, services okay. and everything. You know, okay. it's out there. Between the protests, right? That's the name. Between, between the protests. Let me get it again. Between the protests. And salute the teacher, man. Speaking of teachers, salute the teacher. You know, this may be one of the situations. I'm gonna take a listen, Greg has an opinion where you know the production but as far as the lyrics and teaching i'm pretty sure he's right where we always expect the teacher to be man so super yeah. supreme salute to the teacher yeah we'll see we'll see um but yeah I, give it a listen yourself but other than that uh this week i laughed my ass off they have a black network that. they have a black network and all these millions of free channels you get with roku tv so this was on the maverick entertainment channel and the movie was called why she cries it came out in 2015 mm. and that shit was the wackest shit ever man you gotta watch it because they try to be serious and the shit is just hilarious so the main star of the movie is your man juana man <laughs> oh wow and what was funny about it they pitched him as being the star of the movie but he's only in there for like two minutes maybe so they must have flew him in or something, gave him a sub and a beer or whatever, and then he bounced. But uh, Joanna Man is a star of the movie, and this is funny, man. If y'all want to laugh real hard, get your favorite liquid recruitment or your, your smoke or whatever and sit down mm -hmm. and look up Why She Cries. Uh, it came out in 2015, and I'm looking at the IMDB page right now, and they got a 5 out of 10 rating there. But, yeah, if you want a good nice. laugh, go look up Why She Cries. Right, right. 
Why she cried. Yeah, and this the whole story. Yo, Jim, you know what? Now, now that you mentioned that, you know what? Now that you mentioned that, that's not to cut you. I did the other night watch something <laughs> that uh, somebody told me to uh, check out. And it was interesting because, you know, I'm a lover of all music such as yourself, and I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners. But um, there was a story about, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if anybody heard of her. Her name is Ma Rainey. Uh, blues legend, really, who inspired a whole host of female blues uh, females. Uh, it's on, I think it's on Netflix. We we talked about that last week. Oh, that's, we did then. Okay, yeah. yeah, so I probably checked it out because of our show, but yo, yeah. man, that was a great watch, man, and was. Chad did an excellent, excellent job on that, man. I mean, oh, yeah. that was mind-blowing, yep. you know? Yeah. Really, really good, man. I'm glad you mentioned it on the show because I checked it out and I said, "Damn, man, this is a this is a good, insightful piece of work." Because not only is it great acting from the performers, but just the story and and it gives you a, a better view of how the blues was just so a, a intricate part of the early 1900s. It really, really was, man. Yep, really, really, really was. Imagining what the people was going through back then. And when I say people, I mean people of color, black people, African-Americans, however you want to, you know, describe them. Mm-hmm. But through all of that, this music provided them an outlet. Right. And to see her stance as a strong, black, big, you know, robust woman, incredible storyline, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. We brought it up right here on Scramble Life. That's right. Scramble Life. We're going to keep giving you information and different things to watch and watch out for and all that good shit. So on that note. We're going to go on ahead in this episode right here, Scramble Life episode. It's over already, G, so it's, quick. It's, it's done. We, is, done. we done. This shit done, man. I got to go do something right quick. But um, <laughs> yeah, this, is, yeah, this shit is done for the week, y'all. So we going to check 2021, it out. 2021, we here, baby. 2021, Scramble Life. Scramble Life, y'all. Peace.